What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Big Ten Football Talk Podcast, the 2022 mid-season review coming your way. We're going to talk about my pick for the Big Ten Championship game up to this point. We're also going to talk about the playoff. We're going to talk about how I've been just so wrong about so many things. Uh, make sure to like, follow, subscribe if you like the podcast. I hope you guys enjoy this. This is going to be a quicker review than last year. I think last year, the, the 2021 midseason review, I went a while. I, I did top 10 players in the conference, and I just I don't have the time for it. But I did want to get a couple things out there. I wanted to get the Big Ten Championship race, and I wanted to get the playoff. And so that's, that's what I'm hoping to do. I'm recording this on the same day that I recorded my picks for Week 9, and so... If you've listened to that, which was that that dropped Thursday morning, this is dropping Friday morning. You know how I how, what I think is going to happen that Ohio State is going to beat Penn State, that Michigan is going to beat Penn State or Michigan State rather. That I've got Minnesota beating Rutgers. I have um, Illinois getting upset by Nebraska, and that Iowa is going to have a fun pillow fight that they win against Northwestern. Sorry to Iowa and Northwestern, but you guys are not very good this year. Um, sorry, I just, it's just realistic. So I want to, I want to start with the Big Ten championship race and, and particularly for the East and the West and kind of go through that and then We'll take a quick break and then we'll do kind of the playoff, which I think the playoff is a, it's definitely a bit uh, it's it's interesting for sure. Um, so Big Ten title to start, I had Ohio State Minnesota as my Big Ten championship matchup at the beginning of the year. I thought it looked really good early. And, you know, Minnesota, I think, was 4-0. They had a big win over Michigan State. And Minnesota has kind of fallen off, has really fallen off um, since their first four games. Part of it, you know, Chris Altman-Bell is out. But, you know, they lost to Purdue. Then they lost to Illinois. And they lost at Penn State. That was always going to be a rough stretch for them, particularly at Michigan State, Purdue, at Illinois, at Penn State. But I I thought they would come away at least two and two. They didn't. Part of that, Tanner Morgan got hurt, but also Illinois is better than we, we thought. So Minnesota is sitting at one and three in the conference, tied for last in the West. So that doesn't look good. We'll talk about the West in a minute. In the East, Ohio State, is doing what I thought they would. They have been dominant. They in, in conference, they have played four games in conference. 
They're averaging 51 points. Uh, they're scoring, averaging scoring 51 points a game, and they're giving up a little more than 15 points a game. So they're beating, they're beating teams in the in conference by a combined score of 204 to 61. Last time I checked, that's kind of good. So they're doing great. They also haven't played many teams. They've in their own division. They have played Rutgers and Michigan State, both one and three in the conference. And then they have played Iowa, or they've played Iowa, and they have played Wisconsin. And Wisconsin's been hot and cold, and Iowa has been offensively challenged. So it's, you know, so they haven't played the tougher teams on their schedule. That changes this weekend as they get Penn State. I think that's going to be a really good game. So Ohio State looks like they're on track. I think that obviously their main competition is Penn State and Michigan. If if Penn State would somehow upset Michigan, or Ohio State rather, then it does make things a little interesting. But really, I think the game really comes down to the game, which is Michigan-Ohio State, which nobody is surprised by. You know, Michigan's ranked fourth in the AP poll. Ohio State ranked second in the AP poll. Both teams have looked dominant against everyone they've played with the exception of Michigan maybe struggling a little bit against Maryland. Uh, and I, I would even I would go as far to say I think Ohio State looked dominant in the fourth quarter against Notre Dame once they figured things out. So I think Ohio State, Ohio State and Michigan both have looked very, very good up to this point. Granted, they have not they have not played many good opponents. Michigan steamrolled Penn State. You know, Ohio State beat not a great Notre Dame team, but they beat they still beat a power five level team that has NFL talent. So I know that they Notre Dame has been disappointing this year, but it's not like that game was a game against, you know, the you know, the FCS teams that the SEC teams schedule, which that's not a knock on SEC teams. I just people want to downplay the Notre Dame win. I get it. Notre Dame's not a top 25 team this year, at least right now. Whatever. I still think Notre Dame's decent. So Ohio State's at least at least scheduled them and played them. The East comes down to Michigan-Ohio State. The game's at home. I have seen nothing yet that makes me want to come off that pick, though I, I am a little concerned after the Iowa game. But I, I'm going to stick with Ohio State in the East. Although I, I think it is very, very, very possible that Michigan gets in. And the reality is, whoever wins that game is going to the playoff. And that's no disrespect to the West champion. It's just the reality is the winner of that game gets in, the, the loser is out. Because there's too many SEC teams. Unless the SEC cannibalizes itself, there's no way that Michigan and Ohio State are going to go because honestly the schedules just have not been very good. So, I've got I've got Ohio State edging out Michigan in the East. The West is far more intriguing. The big the, like the biggest gap is two games. And that's it. Like you know, in the East, the Hoosiers are 1 and 4. You know, so they're three and a half games back from Ohio State, Michigan. The gap between Northwestern and Illinois 
is just it's two games. And so there there is a scenario out there where Northwestern could win the West. I'm not picking it. I'm not picking Northwestern. I'm not picking Iowa. And I'm not picking Minnesota. All three teams are one and three. I don't think they can get there. Although I think I think Minnesota would have the best chance based on their schedule. They they get Rutgers at Nebraska, Northwestern, Iowa, and at Wisconsin. I think there is a there's a world out there that they go undefeated with that schedule. And if they do, they at least I I think they could get there. However, I don't think they are they are not gonna be my pick. I think Minnesota has too many issues. I think Tanner Morgan is still a little too inconsistent. And I, I just I think they have with at Nebraska at Wisconsin, those are two really tough road games in the West. And I just, I don't think, I think Minnesota's got to go undefeated the rest of the way, and I just don't think they will. So I think Minnesota's out, which leaves four teams for me that I think could possibly make it. You've got Illinois, Purdue, Nebraska, Wisconsin. Illinois is such a wild card because nobody expected anything. And they have been very, very good. But it, it, we have to remember that in conference, they've only scored 89 points, which is middle of the pack in the West. It's honestly middle, if not slightly lower than middle of the pack in the whole conference in terms of points scored. And yes, they've only allowed 53 points uh, as a defense, but they have done that against Wisconsin right before they fired Paul Christ. They've done it against Iowa, who stinks. They did it against Minnesota, where in the second half, Tanner Morgan was was carted off with an injury. And Indiana, who just is not very good. And they lost two. And so I think Illinois is a great story. But look at their schedule. At Nebraska... I, I picked Nebraska to upset them. I would not be surprised if Illinois pulled it out. But I'm picking Nebraska to win that game. They get Michigan State at home, which I think they can win. I don't think Michigan State is great. But Michigan State, I think, is a little different. Like, And I think they have they have a little bit more talent. So that's a toss-up for me. Purdue is a toss-up. Because I think they can throw the ball in ways that Wisconsin, Iowa, and Minnesota can't. At Michigan, they're going to lose that one. Like, I just don't think they're going to be able to hold up against Michigan. And then Northwestern, they should win. But that's a non-winnable game at Michigan, in my opinion. A winnable game at Northwestern, so that's one and one. And then you have three toss-up games. At Nebraska, Michigan State at home, Purdue at home. I think it's honestly kind of reasonable to expect that they go either three and two or two and three in that stretch. And I'm going to guess because I think Illinois is new to this. I think they go two and three, which I know I have them highly rated in my power rankings right now, but I just don't, I don't think Illinois is ready for kind of that type of a run and I think they they end they end up being five and four in the conference. That's that's my guess. That is my guess. Uh, 
So I think that's it, it that's a tough schedule for Illinois. So that that's Illinois. What about Nebraska? Who kind of is reinvigorated under Mickey Joseph? Obviously had a really, really rough stretch. They get Illinois at home. Then they get Minnesota at home, at Michigan, Wisconsin at home, at Iowa. That ain't happening. I love Mickey Joseph. I think they can upset Illinois. I think they could probably beat Minnesota. But I you know, I think at best you're talking about three and two. Because I don't think they you know, between Illinois, Minnesota, at Michigan, Wisconsin, and Iowa, I think they drop at least two of those. So that they're at least at five and four in the conference. So let's go to Purdue. Purdue, they're on a bye. They're three and two in the conference right now. Iowa at home, at Illinois, Northwestern, at Indiana. I think they could go undefeated in that stretch. I would not be surprised, though, if they lost one of them. And so I I think, you know, of all the games that they could lose, I think, you know, I said Illinois will go two and three in the one stretch. I think the one... You know, aside from Northwestern, I think the one that they win is Purdue because I think they have a team that matches up well against Purdue. So they end six and three. They end six and three in the conference if that happens, if that plays out. Which leads me to the fourth team in the mix, the Wisconsin Badgers. They get Maryland at home after a bye. We're still not sure about Talia Tungavailoa. They said that he's going to play, but... Not sure yet. Uh, Torchio, by the way, the safety for them has been magnificent. And that's going to be a tough matchup for the for Maryland. At Iowa, I think they can beat Iowa. At Nebraska, I think they can beat Nebraska. Home against Minnesota. That's a tougher schedule. But I think if Wisconsin continues to improve the way they have been on both sides of the ball under Jim Leonard... I think Wisconsin can beat all four of those teams. My Big Ten championship pick, I can't believe I'm saying this, is Ohio State-Wisconsin. I don't want it to be that. I want it to be Illinois. I want it to be new. But Jim Leonard, I think he has a week to kind of get his guys reset. I think their good is really good. I think their bad's really bad. But I think Jim Leonard might be able to manage it well. Now, I think anything could happen in the West. So I would not be surprised to see any of the four teams I just mentioned in the Big Ten Championship game. But I'm I'm going to pick Wisconsin to win the West. And then I think Ohio State is going to blow them out again. Although it probably won't be as bad. Because I think Jim Leonard is doing some good things for Wisconsin. Uh, let me take a break, and then we'll be back with the playoff, and then we will we will finish up there. So we'll be back in a minute. Welcome back to the Big Ten Football Talk Podcast. My playoff predictions in the beginning of the season was Alabama, Ohio State, Notre Dame, and Utah. I think I had Notre Dame as the four seed, Utah as the three seed. Two of those were wrong. One's on life support. Ohio State's still in the mix, which is better than I can say last than last year. Um, 
I think uh, the playoff is going to be very int- intriguing because I think I think we're going to have a similar situation to 2014 in this regard. I think there's going to be four spots or there's going to be three spots for four or five deserving teams or AKA best teams. In 2014, Florida State willed their way to an undefeated season, but everybody knew that they weren't a great team that year. They were turnover prone. They they let teams hang around too often. And I think that's what Clemson is this year. Clemson is going to go undefeated in the ACC, which is just not a good conference. I, I have no idea how Wake Forest is ranked 10th. They're not the 10th best team in the country. It, it, they're just not. Oh, my gosh. Um, and, yeah, they, they don't have a good defense. They, they didn't play anybody out of conference. I don't know how they're, you know, they, they played Vanderbilt. Good for them. They struggled with Liberty. They lost or they beat Liberty by one point. <sighs> Goodness. Um, they're not very good. Anyway, that's my rant on Wake Forest. Didn't know you were getting that, did you? Um, but my point here is simple. I, Clemson's going to win all their games. They're going to get to the playoff, and I think they're going to get smoked. But they will probably be the three seed. The question is, who gets the other three spots? I think Ohio State gets one, or or Michigan. I think the winner of Ohio State-Michigan will get one. Unless if there's some crazy shenanigans that happen on that side of the Big Ten. The question is, who gets two and four? Because I think Ohio State will be undefeated. I think they'll beat. Uh, I think they'll beat Michigan. I think they'll beat the Big Ten champ or West champ, and then they'll they'll kind of waltz into the playoff. I think Bama, or I think the SEC is going to cannibalize itself a little bit. So there's going to be a lot of there's going to be a glut of one loss teams. I I don't think TCU is going to be able to to withstand. And the Pac-12, I believe, is all. They are out of undefeated teams. So that's I think it's gonna be a little difficult to figure out. Let me let me tell you first my my first four out. And I'll give you the logic. I think Oregon is gonna be eight. I've got Oregon eighth. You know, they just beat UCLA. They've looked really good. I think they'll end up being the Pac-12 champs, although I wouldn't be surprised if they get another loss um, it, because I think they are they are a little inconsistent. I think Bo Nix is a little inconsistent. But I think Oregon is is much better than we thought. They've been playing really well uh, ever since the loss to, to Georgia. So I've got Oregon 8th. I've got Oklahoma State 7th. I think they win the, the Big 12. I think they're on track. I know TCU right now has the tiebreaker, but I, I think... TCU and Oklahoma State meet in the Big 12 championship game. I think Oklahoma State wins that game in a rematch. They're the Big 12 champs, and I think they're on the outside looking in. Got Michigan sixth. Again, I don't think a one-loss Big 10 team can get in. A a one-loss Big 10 non-champ can get in. 
I think if Michigan, like, say, loses to Illinois and then beats Ohio State, I think Michigan can get it, obviously. I think if Ohio State loses to Maryland but beats Michigan and goes to the Big Ten championship game, I think they're in. But I think the way I've got it, I think Michigan loses, they're a non-champ, and they don't get in. And the schedule doesn't help them. Number five, and this is where it gets a little, it starts to get a little dicey. I've got Georgia. Georgia, I have at number five. I think they beat Tennessee and lose to Alabama in the SEC championship game. And because Tennessee has a big win over Alabama, I think ten and because Georgia's losing late, I think Tennessee goes instead of Georgia. And part of the reason why is I think Ohio State, Tennessee is a very, very attractive matchup. And I th- and, and I think they I think the playoff committee will probably think I bet Tennessee matches up like not only matches up better with Ohio State, but it's also a better rating, which is not how the playoff committee is supposed to think. Also, I, I I think the fact that they beat Alabama will be too much for Georgia to overcome, especially as Georgia has struggled a bit in the mid part of the season. So I think Georgia is going to be left out. I could be wrong. I, I'd be curious. I, I think the other scenario is Tennessee beats Georgia and then loses to Alabama. But I, I just I have a sneaking suspicion that the playoff committee is going to have to really wrestle between Tennessee and Georgia. And I don't think it's cl- as clear-cut as, well, Georgia beat Tennessee. Yeah, but look at what Tennessee accomplished. And so I've got Tennessee at four. I have Clemson at three, and I have Alabama at two. And I think it'll be Ohio State-Alabama in the national championship. I, I think I, – well, I think – and I wish, if I were honest, I wish the playoff committee would put the ACC – or the SEC teams together because and, – and do one – Ohio State 1, Bama 2, Tennessee 3, Clemson 4, but I just don't think they'll do that, which is maddening to me because Clemson is clearly the four seed. Like Clemson is not is not going to be great, but they're not going to have a rematch of an SEC of two SEC teams in a semifinal. And so I think it's very possible that it's Alabama Tennessee in the national championship game, but I've got Ohio Ohio State Alabama which is what I've been saying since the beginning. And I haven't seen anything that really keeps me from thinking that's going to happen again. Alabama does this. They lose or they struggle in the beginning of the year. And then they start to pick up steam. And listen, they, they got picked apart in the secondary you know who just started playing in the in the back seven for Alabama? Eli Ricks. Five-star guy, really good corner. They have a really good running back. 
They have some freshman wide receivers who are starting to make plays. I don't, I, I am, I am very intrigued to see what Bama does the rest of the way. Because quite honestly, aside from the LSU game, like I, I just don't think they have any challengers. And then I don't think that Georgia has the personnel. Like that Georgia's really, really good. And I, I know I said I'm 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 done doubting Georgia. But I just don't think if they get Georgia in the SEC championship game, or Tennessee for that matter, I think it's going to be a very, very difficult matchup. Uh, for them to take on a fully loaded Bama team who has a healthy Bryce Young and has receivers that have that have been been there for now a year. And I think their defense, they still have the best defensive player in the country in Will Anderson. I think their offensive line is gonna is gonna get it together. And I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a rematch of the 2020 national championship game. I've got Ohio State versus Alabama. I will go out on a limb and pick the national champion. And I will be a homer, but not just a homer. I, I, I've got Ohio State winning it all. Now, I think it's very possible that they don't, I, especially after what I saw against Iowa. But I'm, I'm, I'm going out on a limb and saying I think Ohio State wins based on, I think, against Iowa was more of a blip than it was a a sign of things to come. And I think I still think Ohio State's the most complete team. I think they're got, getting guys back healthy that they've needed to. There's there's a corner on their team that I think can really shore up their defense in Jordan Hancock. But we'll see. I you know, they could lose to to Penn State this weekend. So I think there's a lot I think there's a lot of intrigue but I you know as as much as I would love to get creative with the national championship game I've got Ohio State Bama and I think I think Ohio State wins. So that'll do it for the midseason review. Hope you guys have enjoyed it. Hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Make sure to like, follow, subscribe, retweet and follow us on Instagram send me an email, Big Ten Football Talk at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Take care. God bless.